0: Once again, that's 25% off your test by going to trylgc.com potential using the promo code POTENTIAL25. Take charge of your physical health and well-being, and let's get checked. Wait. You haven't seen that? Past, Past
2: potential.
0: Hello, welcome back to another edition of Past Potential Picks. Yes, that's right, folks. These uh, episodes, we review a film that Chris or I have not seen. We challenge the other person to watch it and go back and revisit uh, some classic uh, great films that one of us holds in high regard. So this time we thought around Christmas time, there's a lot of great films that are they really Christmas films? Are uh, they have Christmas scenes? This one sits about that kind of area uh, in the vein of like Die Hard. This edition of potential uh, passes. And this edition of past potential picks, we reviewed lethal weapon, the 1987 buddy cop action comedy film I spoke to Chris and he says I've never seen any Lethal Weapon films, uh, and I said, "Do you want to?" No, I'm kidding. Uh, but I gave him uh, 20 bucks and it was fine. <laughs> but uh, no, I was eager to get I was eager to get Chris's take on this, um, especially this is um, a film and film series that I really have enjoyed. My 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 father got me into these, so this is something that I was eager to get his take on and kind of a new, you know, lens of almost like you know, like oh, about 40 only years. Uh, since this first yeah. one was released so um, you know going to be talking about spoilers because hey this film's been out for a while so hey it may they may happen but uh, Chris give us a brief synopsis of the Weapon and you take it away what do you think about this?
2: the Lethal Weapon is a story of that buddy cop kind of film we have two mismatched LAPD detectives uh, who could not be more opposite who have to work together to take down some drug smugglers in the town and yeah, these are these are a film franchise I've always known about. Um, obviously, I know the great catchphrase. I'm t- I'm getting too old for this shit, uh, by the wonderful Danny Glover. But Danny Glover, Mel Gibson, you know, definitely in their prime. Uh, and you know, this is the first of four films, and a fifth film is on the way. So again, in this era, we're having all these film franchises kind of having a, a requel. Lethal Weapon is getting a fifth one, so, but it did make me laugh to think, you know, very much in the vein of like Die Hard. This is definitely a film that is a Christmas film. Like yeah. from the very moment you start the film, it's Christmas music. <laughs> There's Christmas music throughout the film. Yeah. So although it's this very, very fun, you know, '80s action, um, violent but humorous buddy cop film, it is a Christmas movie. Which so it it is fitting that we're doing it now, but. You know, even with everything that has happened in the last, you know, 10, 15 years with Mel Gibson, there really was this time where he was, you know, really the star of Hollywood.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Um,
2: You know, and this is this is, you know, late 80s into the 90s and even early 2000s for Mel Gibson. He was one of the top stars. And Lethal Weapon was definitely one of his franchises that, um, you know, put him on the map. And with Danny Glover, I mean, the two of them, they're so great together. And it's very, you know, it. although, yes, there's that humor there, there's a darkness to this film. I yeah. mean, right off the bat, Mel Gibson's character, he is suicidal. His wife has died. So he, you know, has kind of this PTSD from his days in the army, but he's also... He's like the wild card. He doesn't do things straight by the book. And Danny Glover is this, you know, the veteran officer yeah. who you know, he just, you know, he has his family. And he's just trying to survive every day. And he's paired with the new hotshot young guy who is balls to the wall. I mean, this guy he he you know, there's several moments out the film where like he he risked his own life in a very crazy way to stop you know some people from shooting him from stopping a guy that's trying to commit suicide himself and to see Danny Glover's like reaction to all this and how the two of them they end up finding this this relationship that's going to work for them when it comes to this bigger case that's going on of these drug smugglers in town and I did like how although yes there is that humor they definitely toe the line of when it is a dark moment i mean within like the first 20 minutes of the movie there's a whole scene where mel gibson he has like this little trailer he lives in yeah he's like putting the gun in his mouth and he's like he's literally about to pull the trigger and so like you you see that there's reasons why he kind of lives on the side of like
0: it's all, yeah, you it's almost he's like he's risking his life so much that he's like, I I pray that I don't have to do this. I I wanted to like, yeah, I want to almost die like in the line of duty almost. Mm-hmm. It feels like yeah. So, but the idea that he's partnered with him because the, the you know police uh, academy uh, psychologist is like, I don't, I, I think he's you know, suicide. and then the you know the chief of police is like, no, no, I think you know, I think he's faking it. So let's partner with you know this real like no nonsense cop, and. You see, though, probably watching this, and I went back and rewatched it again, but you really see why this is kind of if of any movie, this is the quintessential buddy cop film. If anything, this maybe have yes. pretty much started. I mean, around this time, you had this, you had Beverly Hills Cop, you had Forty Eight Hours, but this one really, with towing that line of humor and drama, it really kind of set the tone for what we would see years from now of the kind of the buddy cop films.
2: I, I mean, you're running out the cast too. I, I loved. Again, a character that just because of what he's become over time and the man, I mean, again, in his prime, he was another like one of those go-to guys, Gary Busey. yeah, is one of our like main bad guys in here as as Mr. Joshua. And when he was, you know, that young fit in his prime, I mean, man, the guy would he did so many movies. obviously, he's clearly off his rockers now. but, <laughs> Him, and I loved uh, Mitchell Ryan in there as well. Tom Atkins, I mean, and it made me laugh, one of the other bad guys, right? I was cracking up because I'm like, "What did I recognize that guy from? Oh yeah, liar, liar. You know, I mean, it's always funny <laughs> to see some of these guys that are like, they're a bad guy in, in one movie, but then they're like, the idiot boss in another movie, right? Well,
0: and then you have one of but the it, henchmen. Yeah. One of the henchmen's the classic 80s henchman that's like every film who, like, uh, does yes. the torturing. He's in Die Hard. Yeah. He's like, it's always, and it was the stereotypical Asian, you know, hitman that doesn't speak mm-hmm. much. And it was like, okay, wait, I've seen him in like five other movies this year. It's kind of funny how you see these, uh, these actors in some of these roles.
2: Yeah. Um, but I mean, this movie it it has all the tropes of the 80s films. You know, again, this is late 80s, but very much in the vein of, you know, movies like Top Gun and all this stuff where it's like throughout the whole film, there's just this music that plays. this like, it's like the, I call it the saxy jazz, if you will, where it's like at any point, there's like that, or like the saxophone going off. There's always these music cues that crack me up. I mean, you have some actual, like, song songs, but there's some really cool action sequences in this, actually. I, I was pretty impressed with the action for what they did. I mean, it's kind of funny. We just reviewed Godzilla Minus One, which had a budget of $15 million. This only had a budget of $15 million. Of course, yeah. way different era, different day. Um, but a lot of this is, like, like, great practical action. And it is kind of funny to think, Of Richard Donner directing these movies because, you know, we got to do a whole thing um, with our good friend of the podcast talking about the Superman movies and how, again, with a very different storyline, Superman, but there's like this, there's a slight level of cheese that just kind of works for the movie and that is in this But, like, it's entertaining. It's, like, an entertaining fun, even though there is some, like, violent, you know, action sequences where people are getting shot Mm -hmm. and there's car chases and all this kind of stuff. So it, it definitely is a movie where, like, it kind of fit exactly what I expected with the name Lethal Weapon. And even that idea, you know, as a cop, we've seen this in so many movies and television shows. If a cop actually uses their weapon, then there's a whole point where like the weapon has to be taken. You know, there's all these rules stuff about did you shoot because that was the only thing you could do was it to save your own life. And the idea that in this Mel Gibson's character is like, we might have to kill some people. Like it's it's we're not you know the law is one thing. These people are so dangerous, it might have to be the point now where we're we're have to use a lethal weapon. It makes me want to watch other films to see. Where their relationship goes, what yeah. other stories do they get into? Because this was a great like first film for the two of them in terms of what this. And I bet too, you know, when they made this film, they probably were thinking like, "Hey, this is going to be a franchise." Yeah, me. exactly. You um, know?
0: No, no, hundred percent. And I really do want you to go and 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 watch the rest of them just to see what you what your kind of take is on it as they kind of introduce other elements, other um, kind of real mainstains uh mainstains <laughs> mainstays <laughs> for the series uh including like joe pesci's gonna come along he's a he's a big part of the oh, nice. um we've got you know great ones kind of funny we talk about this as a christmas film you know tis the season but actually it's funny the fact that um uh danny glover's wife in this is darlene played by darlene love who you know classic uh Please come home, Christmas song. So it's kind of like, oh man, this has got all the the tropes. But yeah, I laugh going back and watch it. I tell you, they they do overuse that saxophone. It is like, way?
2: yes, they did like, a lot.
0: <laughs> like, it is like, bro, the one thing I'm like, okay, you kind of you kind of need to lay it on the sax. And I'm curious, and I for, if I forgot if they play it a lot in other ones, they might have cut it down slightly. But I mean, these go all the way up until the. um, to the mid to late nineties. So yeah. Um, but I mean, overall it's fun to go back and and rewatch it. Chris, you know, this being your first time, you know, into the series, what, you know, what would you, what would you rate this as a first time watcher?
2: I think it's a, it's a fun eighties action film. You know, I think the story is great. The humor is great. And again, there's always to me this era where I really, you know, Mel Gibson, Danny Glover, even though I've watched them still to this day in different projects. That was like really the heyday of their their stardom, the eighties and nineties. So I'm gonna give Lethal Weapon an eight point five out of ten. I definitely would love to watch the other films, and uh, yeah, it was a fun ride.
0: Awesome, awesome, yeah. It's uh, you know, definitely a good eight point five uh, for me as well. Uh, I've always enjoyed a soft spot for these films, and um. Yeah, I can't wait for you to see the rest of them and give your take on those. Uh, but hey, if you want to get into the Christmas spirit and you want to pull up uh, one of those uh, classic films from the 80s, this might be up your alley. So you can uh, rent, uh, buy, on-demand, watch, uh, stream wherever, uh, Lethal Weapon. And that was this edition of Past Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The
1: Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast
0: or on Twitter at at the potential pod or you can email us send us your positive feedback and thoughts suggestions and more through our email the potential podcast at yahoo.com i'm your host chris doer and i'm your host
1: taylor sokol stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture entertainment and nerdum. and remember know, know your, your potential, potential.